everyone, and welcome to Friday Friends Day, a podcast by The Mama Marketer. My name is Olivia Hayes, and um, we survived another week. Way to go. I gotta tell you, I feel so much better today than I did a week ago on Friday. Um, if you listened to my um, Instagram TV episode last week, then you know that I had a migraine for most of the week last week. Um, I think four out of the five days, and it was pretty miserable, but... A uh, big shout out to my friend Natalie who suggested Excedrin Migraine. It did the trick. I was able to get back into the swing of things on Saturday and I have not had a migraine since. So I'm happy to be here with you guys migraine free and I've had a really good week and I hope that you guys have too. Today I am chatting with you about one of my favorite topics, uh, the Enneagram. So if you are not familiar with the Enneagram, if you've never heard of it or you have heard of it and you're not really sure what it is, let me just give you um, some background on it, okay? So the Enneagram, listen, when I first heard about it, I was like, no way, it is the last thing that I need. I do not need another personality test, right? Um, I was a communications major in college, and I also worked in corporate America for a amount of time, and I just felt like I had taken every single personality test under the sun. I took the one that was the letters. I took one that was colors, one that was animals. I mean, you name it, I feel like I had taken it, and I was so not interested. So I kind of ignored it when I first started hearing about it and seeing about it. And then I noticed that my church was using it um, as a way to help folks figure out where they could best serve with their time and talents. And I also noticed a lot of Christian leaders and women that I listened to and even other big churches were, were using this as a tool. So that kind of made me kind of pause and, and think about this as a tool. So um, to clarify... I was definitely wrong, and it is not just a personality test. One of my favorite descriptors of the Enneagram was from a local workshop that I attended, and they said that the Enneagram is not about who we are, but about how we are. So it's all about your core motivations and your core fears and why you think and say and act the way that you do. So I just want to give a little background on my experience when I took the Enneagram test. Um, I was given a link to take it online, which they say really not to just sit down and take the test. They say that the proper way to really identify yourself is to read. Uh, there's a book called The Road Back to You, which I do have. I have not read cover to cover yet, but I definitely reference it a lot. So um, the way I figured out my number was I took this online test and I had give, been given some advice before I took the test and they said to take your time, to go slow with it, and to not answer the questions with how you think you are or how you would like to be perceived, but be like brutally honest with yourself. So um, I gotta admit, I took the test and then before I actually submitted it, I went back and based on that feedback, I actually went back and changed a couple of my answers <laughs> that I was feeling like I was answering them uh, a little bit too hopeful. I was answering them in a way that I you know, wanted to be perceived or thought of myself, but maybe in that specific situation they were asking about, really truly, if I'm honest with myself, I think a different way than what my perceived answer was. So I don't know if that makes sense, but I, I did change some answers based on the advice of just being honest with myself. So I get the results 
of this test and I'm reading through, um, for the record I'm an Enneagram 6 and I got the results of this test and I was reading through just this huge article, you know, the results of everything about an Enneagram 6 and I was mortified. I mean, I read the description and I thought, I do not want to be that person. I do not want to be friends with that person. There's no way this is me. I knew this test was crazy and I'm just going to ignore it, right? And so that night at dinner, I'm telling my husband about it and I'm telling my sister who lives with me about it. And I, you know, show them the results that this test said that I was. And um, they both kind of look at it and say, well, yeah, we, we do. We do really think this is you. Uh, and they were almost afraid to tell me that they felt like this really was me. So I kind of went back and spent a couple more days with the description. And I realized that, yeah, I mean, good, bad or otherwise, this really did hit the nail on the head. It really did speak directly to my fears, directly to my goals in life and my motivations. Um, so that was kind of my experience personally with it. Um, and I just want to kind of share with you what it's done as far as relationships, because yes, it is a tool for understanding yourself better, but more importantly, it's a tool for understanding the people around you better. So for instance, my sister that I referenced, you know, she is a four and she lives with me. And of course, anybody that's ever lived with roommates, you're going to have situations, right? But we are able to communicate better because I understand that she is a four. And just, just this week, I got a message from someone that said that they were dealing with a different personality in their life and discovered that they were a four and went up and read up about that number and then sure enough they were able to have more productive conversations. I have another sister that is a five and again I feel like I really am able to connect and understand her a little bit more because of what I know of five. So that is the big um to me, the big motivator to continue learning about the Enneagram is it's not just for understanding yourself, it's for understanding other people in any relationship. I keep a running list on my phone. It started with me just wanting to know who, what the numbers were of the immediate family around me, and then I moved on to extended family and friends, and now I just kind of write everyone's down, which is a little overkill, but um, it is really important, I think, if you have difficult relationships in your life or people around you that you tend to butt heads with a lot, especially if they're in your inner circle or your family, this is a tool that can really, really help you uh, grow those relationships and also grow yourself. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit just kind of about what the Enneagram is and my experience with the Enneagram so far. Now, recently, I have started going through the um, Enneagram coaching course with Beth McCord. So it's your, Beth McCord is kind of the leading trainer and expert on the Enneagram, especially from a biblical realm. I mean, she has been doing this for 15 plus years. So she is not just someone that's jumped on a trend, right? Um, so I recently went through her mini Enneagram training and I just want to share some things that I learned in that training that I think could help you, whether you're just starting out on the Enneagram journey, um, or maybe you, you've done it and you've got some mixed feelings about it, or maybe you're not even sure if you are the right number. Um, I just want to share some things that I feel like could help. Okay, so if you have not taken the Enneagram test, um, I want to tell you where you can go and take a free test. You can go to yourenneagramcoach.com and up in the top right corner will be a big yellow button that says take your free test. So if you want to like pause this and go and take 
that test, you totally can. Just remember what I said not to rush that test, right? Um, okay, so some of you math nerds can tell from the name Enneagram that this has something to do with nine. There are actually nine different types of Enneagram numbers. There are within those nine types, we have different centers. So we have a feeling center, we call actually call these triads. So we have a triad that is the feeling center, we have a triad that is the thinking center, and we have a triad that is the more instinctive center. Now I'm a six, so I kind of live in the thinking center. In addition to triads, you also have wings. So your wings are the numbers that are directly to the side of your number. So again, I am a six, so my wings are five and seven, and you typically tend to lean more towards one of those wings. So I really lean into, lean into my wing five, which again, I have a sister who is a five, so we have really become close through all of this Enneagram stuff because there's things about each other that we can recognize in each other because she is a full five and I happen to have that wing five. So um, when we look at, like I said, there's nine different Enneagram numbers, but when you take your wings into consideration, we are already looking at 18 different variations of Enneagram types. And then when you start looking at, you know, there's, there's subtypes as well. So you can have a main type and a subtype that is maybe not necessarily a wing, not necessarily next to your number, but there is still a high secondary type that you can relate to. For me, that's a one. So when you take into your subtypes into consideration, there's actually 27 different variants of Enneagram combinations. So that just goes to show, you know, just how complex humans are and why we need a tool like this to help our relationships, right? So just a note on taking those tests. So according to Beth McCord, when you take online assessments, even the one that I shared with you, um, they're only about 70 to 85% accurate. The only person who really truly knows if they are answering honestly or if they are getting results that truly do name their fears and their motivations is, is you. You're the only one that can make that, that determination. So that's why it is so important to kind of have like a mentor or a coach to help you along with this. So um, one thing I do want to mention though with that 75 to 85% accuracy with online tests, don't feel like you are disqualified from this tool. Just because you take a test and you feel like it is not you, if you feel like somebody else mistyped you and is trying to put a label on you that isn't you, um, don't don't feel that way. I chatted with a girlfriend of mine who took the test and it had her 50-50 between two numbers and that just, you know, confused her. That just made her feel like she was a crazy person because she couldn't land on one number. And so I just want to give you the advice to not turn away from this tool just because your first test that you take, you know, doesn't turn out a way that you like. Um, you know, be honest with yourself, maybe take another test, maybe even talk to someone about those results. It does not disqualify you from using this as a tool to grow. Another thing that I want to mention from the training that I had kind of suspected, but it was reaffirming to hear from a professional like Beth, is that the Enneagram type that your parents are does have an effect on the Enneagram number that you end up being. Um, we spend so much time with our parents. They're, you know, they're raising us for most of our lives. So um, I had always suspected that my parent types 
kind of affected where I was, not just as a parent, but just in general. So just um, keep that in mind. Don't, again, don't let that uh, turn you off from this because it doesn't mean that you can't grow. It doesn't mean, uh, you know, like if you don't have a great relationship with your parents or you don't love the way that your parents act all the time. If you're not, if you're not excited about that, don't let that turn you off, but just keep that in mind that sometimes when you get results or when you're answering a question, it might not be how you truly feel about a thing. It might be kind of something that's generationally in you that you might have to break to get through. So um, one of my favorite parts about the Enneagram is they have determined that you can be a specific number, but there are numbers that you will lean on in times of stress and in times of growth. So I will just share mine with you so I don't have to put anybody else on the spot. Um, I am a six, and so when I'm stressed out, I turn into a three. Um, but when I am feeling at peace or when I am in a state of growth, I turn into a nine, which is a peacekeeping number. That's kind of what they're known for. So I like that unlike personality tests is not just telling you the things that you are bad at or the things that you need to change. There is a whole piece to this that is focusing on you when you are abundant and you when you are thriving and you when you are being your best version of yourself. The version of yourself that God intended you to be, there is a whole map here on how you can use this Enneagram to be that person that you're meant to be. So I just, I love that. I love that it's not just focusing on, on the bad, right? Any type can be successful. The hardest part about this whole journey is actually just starting it and starting to kind of peel back the layers. Um, so again, I want to let you know how important it is to work with a mentor on that. Um, one of my favorite things that Beth says about the Enneagram is that if you love people and love Jesus, you can use this test. You should use this test. You should be using it to take care of the people around you. So um, that's, it's super important to me. So I want to know, I want to hear from you guys. Um, message me either on Instagram or Facebook at The Mama Marketer. I want to know what your number is and how you feel about it. If you don't know your number, let me know that as well. Um, I want to help you take the test and kind of see where you're at. And I just love hearing different people's experiences and where they're at with the Enneagram. So if you think it is totally crazy voodoo magic, I want to know that too. Uh, so message me your thoughts on the Enneagram and I would love to help you get to know your number a little bit better. Um, so lastly here, I want to just let you guys know of something fun that I do over on my social pages. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Like I said, my name is at the Mama Marketer. And obviously I do Friday Friends Day every Friday, but I also every Sunday I do weekly Target picks. So Target is a partner of mine. I am an affiliate of theirs and they're one of my first partnerships I got when I started blogging. So every Sunday I post, I just go on to Target and sometimes it's actual products that I bought during the week to keep me and my family going. Other times it's just products that are trending or are on sale, that type of thing. So every week I try to choose around five products for my Target picks and if you click through those links, um, I have a whole page on my website that's just shop and those are all affiliate Target links. If you click through those and you end up buying that product or even if you end up buying another product and you just happen to click through my site, I get a little bit of kickback. So it's just a simple way for you to support me. So don't miss my weekly target picks um, over on Facebook and Instagram at The Mama Marketer. 
And I think that's all I have for you guys today. So uh, tune in next week. I am going to be chatting with my friend Jenna. She is a fellow marketing maven and she also uh, is into makeup, has a little bit of experience in that industry and I do as well. So we're going to take a little trip down memory lane and talk about that. And um, I am not sure if we're going to be on Instagram TV or if we will be a podcast. So just make sure that you follow me on Instagram at the Mama Marketer. Like me on Facebook at The Mama Marketer and also look for me on Podbean and hopefully soon coming to Apple Podcasts. All right, that's all I got for you guys today. Talk to you soon. Bye. Mm-hmm.